Thanks for listening to Mandible Judy, Season 3, Episode 6. So far, we are entirely listener-funded, and we'd love to keep it that way. So please head over to patreon.com slash mandiblejudy to check out our perks for funders. Stick around after the end of the episode for info on our new Discord community and talk show. There's a certain level of cruelty that only a group of children can muster. When one is made to wear a retainer brace at age eight, it was surely an unpleasant sight, the metal headgear wrapped around her face. There were lots of stories about the night of her ninth birthday sleepover. Kids say she willed her metal brace into massive jaws, incising her way through the house. But it was no fault of her own. Mandible Judy isn't a nice name for a quiet little girl. You've been staring out that window a lot. You waiting for somebody? No. At least I hope not. Hmm, sounds complicated. You gonna tell me what's in that backpack? You haven't let go of it since you got here. I guess I really should tell you. That's... A rock. Yes. You're going to think I'm out of my mind, Uncle Wally. This rock, we think it has some kind of power. Gotta say, I never saw one like that. What kind of power? I'm not sure. But there are people who want this rock badly, and I just know I can't let them have it. Why not? What's going to happen? It's just a damn rock. It's dangerous. I'm telling you, people have died. Okay, uh, all right. I didn't mean to get you all upset. I'm gonna go make us some tea. We'll, we'll take it easy today. Oh no. Oh no. I always liked this old house here on the lake. You didn't know it, but I knew your grandma long time ago. What? I can, I can hear you. That's right, Bonnie. You've got the direct connection. <laughs> the frogs were just kind of amplifying. Kind of like a long distance phone call. But we don't need them now because I'm right here. You're not really the party I'm trying to reach, but it's all right. I'm putting through a call to her right now. She's out there looking for me. I just gotta send her my location. Long distance. Good goddamn, Bonnie. What's the matter? He's telling her where we are. It's coming from that damn rock! Help me get it into this cooler! Bonnie, give it to me! Well, that actually did it. Put the damn thing on ice, so to speak. How about you tell me how rock makes those sounds? How... You all right, child? I have to get out of the way. It's not safe.
research I've done has actually turned up quite a bit of evidence, Mrs. Caterbeck. Your husband's behavior appears to be part of a recent pattern in the area. What we saw at Westmore was hard to explain, almost like a hypnosis. I don't know if anyone will believe us. I mean, sounds coming from the rocks, that sounds crazy. Like those people in my front yard last night. They were chanting, and they became violent. We're trying to find out who's behind it. I've got a specialist in cults working on it. If we can tie Bo's actions to the teachings of a cult, we'll have a chance of getting him out. I've got another meeting downtown, but call me any time you think of anything that might help. We'll build the strongest legal defense we can. Thank you, Mr. Keating. I know Bo's in good hands. Thanks for coming here. It would have been difficult for us to get to Meriden this week. Glad to be of help. I'll be in touch. Tonight on Encounters. She's a million-dollar leading lady who just happens to have witnessed something unbelievable. One moment we were shooting a scene, and the next I was singing in some alien language. Renee, really? Tabloid TV? They always have tell the whole story. interesting stories. Subject, Amanda Walston. Our guest has been in countless movie dramas, but now finds herself dealing with a drama of her own. Amanda Walston has been nominated for four daytime Emmys and is the lead in the network special presentation of Vital Impulse, airing this Friday night. Amanda, you had some interesting experiences while filming Vital Impulse. You call them life-changing. I did. We were on location in New Hampshire for three weeks at a beautiful lake. They said it was a meteor crater from about 100 years ago, and we were staying in a hotel right on the lake. And at night, we'd hear the insects and the frogs. It was deafening sometimes. But one night, the windows were wide open, and we heard this sound outside like a humming. It was painful. I've never heard anything like it. Wait a minute. So, what? you weren't alone. Someone else experienced this, too. There were three of us in the hotel suite, and none of us have any recollection of what happened next. It's like we blacked out. You don't remember anything? No. And for the next few days, I was sort of, well, I don't know. I was going in and out of consciousness. But the crazy thing was... What happened on set a few days later, we were in the middle of a dramatic scene, and Imperium Pictures doesn't want me to talk about it, but apparently I just started chanting. Oh, God. You called it an alien language. Oh, did that too? It had to be. At the motel upstairs. It was too specific. It's on film. We saw it in the dailies. But then Imperium stonewalled the whole thing. (laughs) Okay. We know that rumors have been going around about this, but you're saying it really happened. It happened, Phil. My lawyers are trying to get Imperium to let us see it, but they won't do it. They don't know what it means. But I have my theories. I think someone was out there that night. I think they were trying to make contact, and they chose me to be the messenger. Now, some of our audience might find this hard to believe, but I remind you that just a few weeks ago, the host of Brain Teaser had a similar episode on live television. Alex Canby, that's right, the quiz show. Brain Teaser, Bo's favorite show. I remember. 
It was Judy speaking to us. Hello? Catherine. Okay, great. Bonnie, are you okay? We've been so worried. I'm fine. Listen, the stone, it communicated to me. But this time I was conscious. Oh, God. We, we were just watching. Never mind. What did it say? It was Pete, I think. This makes no sense, but we have to... He said he was contacting someone, telling her where we are, where the stone is. Jesus. You gotta get rid of it, Bonnie. They'll find you. I'm leaving in a few minutes. I would throw it into Bashan Lake, but I'm afraid they'd be able to get it out. You can't keep running. This is crazy. The whole thing is crazy. Bonnie, Marco called. He's over at Kenny's father's house. He says they have a plan. He wants you to meet him there. What's the address? 87 Parkside Avenue. Okay, I'm leaving in a minute. Okay, be careful, Bonnie. Renee, get your coat. We're going to try to help Judy. Can I keep the stone in this cooler? Where are you going? I've got to move, Uncle Wally. It isn't safe. Well, I'm coming along too, then. I think you'd better. They might come here first. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to put you in danger. I thought the house would be empty. Now, come on. We're sticking together until we figure this thing out. And, uh, yeah, I, I want you to have this. The zither? Your grandma would have wanted you to have it. Thank you, Uncle Wally. I miss her. Yeah, me too. She was a wise old gal. I, I don't want any arguments. I, I'm just bringing this along just in case. Well, we better... Yes. Let's get out of here now. Yeah. Hang on, I'll get the hatch back open. Should be okay in here. Do you know where you're going? Mudscoggin. You got friends over there. I think we'll be in good hands. And I, I want you to meet Marco. Marco, huh? Well, we're, we're going to meet Marco then. He doesn't drive a tan Ford pickup by any chance, does he? What? There's one right behind us. Oh God! It's Kenny and Judy! Oh God! Whoa now! You, you okay? We took a hit there. You drive! I'll, I'll slow him down a little. Coming. No! It knocked the cooler open! I can't reach it. The trunk is too smashed in. Don't look at the stone! Turn away! Judy Caterback, we've got so much to do, you and I. Not far from here, the children are waiting to hear my.
Wally! We can't let them have the stone! Turn away! Oh, Bonnie Galliard. Your grandma wouldn't like to see you so worked up like this. You can just pull off the robe and let Judy take us. Please! Uncle Wally! Ah, <sighs> oh, that damn rock! It had me! About that shot! Right to the radiator! They ain't following anytime soon. You just concentrate on driving, Bonnie. I got this stupid damn rock back here. Alright, now. Okay, we're gonna be alright. Thanks for tuning in to Season 3, Episode 6 of Mandible Judy. Our cast this week was Aaron Lillis, Chris Burke, Bob Lukomsky, Michael Donnellan, Noah Graham, Vinay P. Nariani, and Amanda Goodman. Music is by Glomag. We recently launched a Discord for fans and cast of the show to interact. Check the show notes for a link. Head on over and you can chat with me and the rest of the crew as well as listen to a talk show where the cast, crew, and some special guests talk about all things horror. Feel free to request conversation topics on the Discord, too. All of these will be recorded, and while anyone is invited to listen, the archive will be made available to our Patreon backers exclusively. The first archive goes up this Friday. You can become a patron of Mandible Judy and help keep the show going by visiting patreon.com slash mandiblejudy and pledging what you can. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and the show is available on all major streaming platforms. Coming up next week, look for episode two of Under Dead Water, our brand new spin-off miniseries. series.